Hey, welcome to the show. Grant Cohn, Coach Noah Johnston. Minicamp starts tomorrow. The Niners moved it up. Usually they do three weeks of OTAs and then a week of minicamp. Uh, I guess the theme of this offseason is keep everyone healthy, which is smart. I like it. So instead of canceling minicamp, which they did last year, they canceled the last week of OTAs, moved minicamp up. Kind of the same exact thing, except this yeah. isn't controversial. I think it's very clever. Because last year I was like, yeah, you don't need the time to work. And now I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. At least, at least people are, are still. I mean, because CJ Beathard got hurt today over in uh, Jacksonville. At least the Niners, no one's gotten hurt yet that I know of. Big news though is that this is a mandatory minicamp. If you don't go, you're fine. The Niners are making an exception though for one James Richard Garoppolo. Jimmy G doesn't have to go to minicamp. That makes me laugh. Uh, as if they're doing him a favor. This avoids a seriously awkward situation. <laughs> I don't even know if he would show up if they like. Do you think he laughed and he was like, "Oh, I don't have to go." Like you thought I was going to come. You think I care about ninety thousand dollars? You've given me a hundred and twenty million dollars. And you know, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the right move. I mean, it's it's funny because you're probably still going to get people out there on on Twitter like, "Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo is starting for the 49ers on first game. He's he's starting for the 49ers. Oh no, it's this is a ploy. He's the 49ers have a name trait." Trey Lance, their quarterback. Yeah. It's, They're going to start Jimmy G, even though he hasn't even spoken to the quarterback coach. Right. He's not invited to minicamp, and no one's talking to him, and he's not talking to anyone. And he's the only player that's that's been excused. And they – Kyle literally said we're going to try to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. They literally – like, he's literally said it. <laughs> like, so – And they're unlikely to, to, to cut him. So it seems to me like this – I bet my dad a bottle of wine, a nice one, that Jimmy's going to be on the roster week one. This isn't good for me in that bet. It seems like they don't want him on the practice field. Uh, they've said, you know, iron sharpens iron. We might have a quarterback competition. doesn't look like they want that circus. They don't want you know, it I, now. You, would, you don't want that circus. You don't want him on the practice field because th- they've waited this long for him to get healthy. So the possibility that you could even tra- trade him, you don't – you don't want him doing anything where he can get hurt again. So, right. where, because if if you're gonna if they're gonna trade him at all, he's got to be healthy. Like, so if if he were to go out there and even throw some passes and and then he hurts his arm, like a team's not they're gonna be interested in trading for him, even if they are, even if they are now. Like, also, it's not just that the Niners don't want him there. He doesn't want to be here anymore. Yeah, why would you? Right, and that's that's fair, but I think like. Maybe we, people don't talk about that nationally that much. Like Jimmy wants out. He's already said goodbye. He's done his farewell press conference. To bring him back and to put him in front of the microphone again, to have him put on the uniform again, what does he say? How does he do that professionally and not have it be really distracting and awkward? And I think – so it's not just that he doesn't have to be here. He doesn't want to be here. And it doesn't seem like he's going to ever step foot on this practice field again. So how does this end? They trade him for a seventh round pick eventually and be like, hey, we got we could. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. But then again, there's a report out that the Carolina Panthers are unwilling to trade for Jimmy because of his contract. Like, yeah, duh. Yeah, so right. Are the Niners gonna trade him for a seventh round pick and pick up part of his contract? Because that would just be the worst thing of all time. Yeah. I mean, unless someone's gonna give them like a first round draft pick, like then the whole, it, then it all becomes kind of pointless because <clears throat> they could they could do more with the salary than they can with a third round 
fourth round, fifth round draft pick. Like that's now, what I'm like. Which team has the cap space to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo now? And if the Niners have to pay for some of the salary, what's the point? Unless right. they magically get a second round pick, and they're not going to. And then, and then, who who would actually be willing to if they to extend him if to to lessen that salary? Like, because that's another option. You could trade for him, and then you could extend him, and then the salary is not that much of a hit this this coming up year. But why would you want to do that? Like, I have no idea what the Niners are doing here. I think. Do you think that Jimmy Garoppolo is a little confused too? Like, what is your end game here? Can you let me go? If if you're a team, I would rather like let me deal with Jimmy in free agency, and I'll sign him for like ten million plus incentives or something, or like twelve. You know, incentivize it, right? Like that's what I would. That's what I would want to do. I, I'm I'm not taking. I'm not going to eat 20. Was it 25 or 26? I'm not doing that. Seems to me that if a, like if, if I were the general manager of the Carolina Panthers and John Lynch called me and tried to negotiate, he like, I'd like this pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, I'm thinking, hold on. You're trying to send me Jimmy Garoppolo and his contract and you want to pick back? No, I want to pick. <laughs> I want to pick. You want me to take $27 million and that guy? Give me a fourth round pick and I'll think about it. Right. And then, like- Are you kidding I'm doing you a favor taking this uh, contract off your books. No, give me right. a pick. If you're the if you're the Panthers and the Niners cut Jimmy Garoppolo tomorrow, who's your competition to sign him? No one. Yeah, like, <laughs> because Jimmy's Jimmy's gonna want to go somewhere he's he's gonna actually play, right? So he's not. I don't think he's gonna go somewhere as a backup. Like so there so there goes the majority of the teams out there. Like he's not gonna want to really compete like he's gonna pretty what he want, want pretty much want the starting job so Carolina's the only team out there that's really left maybe maybe the Steelers I don't know but this is the question how do the 49ers save face how do they do it because that's all they care about right now they're not going to get anything of value for Jimmy Garoppolo it's all about saving face how do they do it how I don't know no there's there's not really a way to do it me okay here's my theory they hold on, hold on, and hold on. They pray that Jimmy Garoppolo asks to be released, and then they release him. They're like, "Well, he asked for it." We're yeah, we're doing, yeah, we're doing the we're doing the best thing for Jimmy. We said we wouldn't cut him, but he asked, and we're like, "Fine." I don't know. That's the There's, only way I can see them saving face here. A little, but even then, like, if they if they did that, are you going to let him off the hook? No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine how they get out of this with me letting them off the hook. Save them getting a third round pick or something. The the problem is the problem is when they do that you're gonna you me and a lot of other Niner fans are gonna be like you why didn't you do that way back before free agency because then you could have used that money and and signed right. you, you could have right. gotten a set a, a backup a backup center to actually to help that situation because right. if they cut him now it's like why'd you do it earlier and if they trade him for a seventh you'd be like well why was this more valuable than the cap space you could have used why the seventh round pick that you got. Why was that the end game? It's so easy. So again, I, that's why I think I still have a chance to win this bet with my dad because there's no way the Niners save face getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo at this point. All they can do is be like, you know what? He's great. What if, He's so good. We if, love him. He's going to start. He have to be, when, when's he have to be on the roster? What do you mean? Week one. You, week, oh, week one. Okay. Week one. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo will show up to training camp to start slinging it down the field. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe. He's like, hey, it's not my team anymore. Who cares? Yes. <laughs> I've been so cautious trying to not make mistakes. Now I don't care. Hits the post. Hit, and, he, and he hits every single post. It would be hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Josue says cut Jimmy or cut Grant. Oh. 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 How you can't cut me? Can't cut me. I don't work for 49ers. Yeah. Grant's, Grant's not on the roster. Nope. All right. So, D- so Jimmy Garoppolo definitely not coming to minicamp. They don't want him there. He has an excused absence. Debo Samuel is expected. I'm not going to say that. Debo Samuel is supposed to show up to minicamp. If he doesn't show up, the Niners fine him like more than $40,000 a day. Do you think he'll show up? I think then I think they should with with this situation, I think they should let him show he tell him show up. You don't have to be on the field or anything. All you got to do is just show up. Like just be there. Like mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can hang out just walk through the door. Him. Right. You like that's what the Niners. They should not make Debo go through any sort of physical activity and and let and let him risk the possibility of getting hurt while he's in contract negotiations. They should. That's what they should do. Uh yeah. I I don't think he's gonna show up though. No. And I think like I don't really blame him. He's kind of playing hard. They both play hardball. Why would I hold it against Debo Samuel playing hardball when that's what the Niners do? I think. He won't show up, most likely. He'll get fined, most likely. And the way the Niners can make it right is just add an extra 90K to whatever they're offering him when they give him the contract. Be like, pay you the money back. Come on. It's just, this is just business. It's not a big deal. I think when he doesn't show up tomorrow, it shouldn't be a shocker. If he does, that'd be great. If he shows up tomorrow, that means that they're definitely going to work things out. But if he doesn't, it's just business as usual. Seems like. Does, wouldn't that, because I think like it would still count. That would just hurt them, hurt them more cap wise. Like if you're the Niners, right? I believe if you're the Niners, wouldn't you just rather excuse him from the from the mini camp, or ex or let him come and just be there than have to pay another ninety k? And well, from the Niners' perspective, a big part of what they're doing with Debo is not setting bad precedents, right? Don't buckle to pressure. Cause that's going to hurt you in the future negotiations. So uh, Debo holds out a mini camp. Okay. Well, we're going to find you. We might give you the money in the back end, but like, we're, we're going to, we're going to do business as usual. He, you, you can throw fit. You can be, you can play hardball. We're just going to do what we always do. That's what I'm guessing, man. I could be wrong. Maybe they'll have make the a special Niners, dispensation for Debo, but they haven't have the yet. Find anybody in the last couple of years or not. I mean, last, last year, didn't last year Warner show, but he, Right, and that's fine. They they would not find Debo if he did what you suggest, which is what Warner did. I think Warner was actually playing. But it's actually Kittle's there doing that right. Yeah, Kittle Kittle's in OTAs, he didn't do anything on the field. I doubt he's going to do anything on the field in minicamp, but he just shows up and, and answers some questions and smiles yeah. and says he's a leader. So that works. Debo could do that. I don't think he will. You think he will? Do you think he will? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to go with you. No, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. And I, I, I wouldn't panic if I were a Fortnite fan if he doesn't show up to minicamp. I think yeah, he's, it's trying to, he's trying to get people upset. So don't get upset. They're going to work it out. It's just business. He's a very aggressive agent. Put it that way. So I don't think this is a big deal. This one is different, though. Nick Bosa. Do you think Nick Bosa will show up to minicamp? The reason I ask is 
No one's worried about him. Everyone assumes that everything's hunky-dory between him and the 49ers. He's also in line for a contract extension. Haven't heard word one about progress on that front. Hasn't been here in the offseason. People say he works out with Joey Bosa. Does he really, I mean, a, a leader would at least show up, right? Does he not care about 90000 Does he want to get fined? Does he not want to even show up? That's my question. Do you think Nick Bosa will be at minicamp? I'm going to say yes. but Me too. I think he's going to be there. I think he's going to be there. But I so mean, Just to stand there. If, if you guys think Debo is going to get a contract, Bosa's contract is going to be like off the charts. Like, yeah. He'll be the, he'll be the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL when he gets that contract. Yeah. Nick Bosa. And look, all I'm saying is I also expect him to be at minicamp doing nothing like you, but I'm not certain of it. And if he's not – I think it's fair to start talking about that situation the way people talk about Debo. Everyone's, oh my, Debo is not there. What about, what about Bosa, man? Bosa's going to command more money. He's just not doing anything about, he's not making a spectacle of it on social media. It doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. So there's a lot of speculation with Debo. He did make it public. He went to the to the reporter and, and requested a trade. Obviously, Bosa's not going to request a trade. The Niners have the fifth-year option. But who's to say things are going well on that front? With both in the Niners, I'm they curious. Did, they did pick up. They picked up his fifth year option, right? Which could mean, hey, Nick, uh, let's circle back on this topic next year, right? And Nick's like, what? Although I don't know. That's what jo- Joey waited till the fourth year to sign his extension. Which, which, I think you agree, but I think that's the prudent move. Like, let's see if you can, let's see if you can be healthy again this year. You just can't tell me a guy misses mandatory minicamp because he just doesn't feel like going and there's nothing wrong. If you if you miss his OTAs, fine. He's with Joey and wherever in Florida. You miss mandatory minicamp? I mean, to me, that's basically saying I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not saying why, but I don't know why. But to me, that's aggressive. Missing OTAs, optional. Who cares? Minicamp? That's aggressive. And everyone's going to crush Debo. It's going to be a headline if Debo doesn't go, but what about Bosa? Why are we just assuming everything's cool with Bosa? Why? Because he talks really quietly? Or he, do- or, or he doesn't talk. Or he doesn't talk? I don't know. I'm looking for that. What's up with Bosa? Because, I mean, you think Parag's going to have a tough time with Debo. What about Bosa, man? All Parag can do is say, well, how much? Yeah. <laughs> how much? What's it? You know, and it's not really what he likes to do. He likes to find 50 different ways to bring your – Price down a little bit. I don't know if that's going to work with Nick Bosa. He did miss a year. Maybe, maybe Parag throw. Maybe Parag use that against him. Hey, you know, you're great for a guy who gets hurt every other year. I mean, I don't know if Parag could offend Debo. He could offend Bosa too. I'm watching this. I want to see Bosa if he's there, leader of the team. If he wants, if he's invested in the Niners, he would show up for two days. What's so bad about the Bay Area in June? It is wonderful right now. I'm looking out my. My window, it is a gorgeous day. Not too hot, nice breeze. It's crisp. You know what I'm saying? None of that humidity is dry. I like that. I bet it's really humid in Florida right now. I'm just saying. Probably. He should be there. If only for the weather. Plus, plus there's sharks and alligators. Terrifying. <laughs> Players not at the same level after signing anyway. Uh, like... There's a little bit of that pattern. But, uh, yeah, something to think about. All right, moving moving on. Rumors from that NFL rumor account, which has just got a 
great track record, the best. Over the weekend, apparently, the Niners have expressed interest or are rumored to be interested in Deshaun Jackson, who's still in the NFL. He played 16 games last year. For two different teams, Rams and Raiders caught 20 passes. What do you think? Is this a worthwhile camp body? I mean, the Niners can bring in bodies like it's a, it'll be a body, but yeah. that that Deshaun Jackson is essentially Danny Gray. Like that's what they you got to take the top off. Like they're not gonna, they're not going to. Like, are they already out on Danny Gray, or was he? Yeah, like what? The wasn't, it, yeah. wasn't the reason the Rams moved on to him because he wanted the ball more? Like right. he's like. He's like 38, 39 years old. He's like, yeah, give me the ball. I need five. He's 35, yeah. but that's like 39 in water receiver years, yes. Yeah. I, I need the ball more. Like, dude, you're on you're on like what came to me. It's 2022. It's not 2011. What? Does he have does he have a Super Bowl ring from anybody? Did, did he get one? Was he on? I don't think so. Like, dude, you could if you shut the hell up, you could have had a ring. Probably because he could have been like one of these guys, like in basketball who used to be a star, but could be become yeah. a role player for a very long time. Like Vince Carter, you know what I mean? Like, man, you can, you can play a role. You could be a number three receiver for sure. Uh, catch that one touchdown a month deep. Yeah. He doesn't want to do that. Kind of like Carmelo didn't want to come off the bench. You know, he is the yeah. Carmelo of the NBA, of the NFL, Deshaun Jackson, not trying to take that reduced role. Sorry. Although he'd probably be better at it than Danny Gray. I'm just saying I'll take 35 year old Deshaun Jackson over what Danny Gray. Yeah, but he had a really good rookie mini camp. That's what I'll say, though. At least Danny Gray won't come. Well, I don't know. He probably won't. He probably won't complain that you're not getting the ball enough. Deshaun, run blocking time, baby. Can he return punts? I can't be. He'd probably be the Niners' best punt returner. Does he still? Deshaun Jackson. I just want to say, when he was at Cal, was maybe the best college uh, football player I've ever seen. I thought he was more dynamic than even Reggie Bush. Man, anytime he got a punt return, it was like, you messed up. Why did you kick it to him? And he played with some terrible quarterbacks, too, and was uh, – I mean, he really was – I think Cal was number one in the country in, uh, for a little bit. I don't know. I was in – it was a long time ago. I was in high school. But he was the truth. A lot of Reggie Bush truthers out there. Deshaun. Long Beach Poly. I went to – I know he went to high school. Sign him. I'm into it. All right, Danny Gray. do it. How much? How much? Is it, how much is it going to cost? Eight hundred thousand dollars. Do the Do the Niners have that? Like, <laughs> probably not. Deshaun, we'd love to have you, but we have no money. Sorry. <laughs> if you'd like to play for free, though, there is a spot on our team. <laughs> do you think John Lynch is looking for another race? Well, there's been I, I read a, I read a report that he didn't he mentioned that he got an offer from Amazon and it was like stupid he he said it was stupid amount it was a stupid amount of money and then there's a report that it was in in the realm of 15 million per year. So my question is why why is John Lynch talking about this? And why did he say no? Yeah, no. How you that's, that's, that? that's what I, that's what I said. Like fifteen mil a year. I would take that fifteen million a year as a general manager. I would take that Bezos. I only even make fifteen million a year. I would think not. No, I would think not. Like plus 
Plus, that's a job where, like, you know these these announcers' jobs. Like, you don't – like, you're not there. All, you don't have to commit a lot of time to it. Like, yeah, okay, there's time during the week, but it's not like it's a – it's not a five-day week job. Like, so that, that's one of the reasons why Gruden – And worked, you're never on the hot seat. Yeah, and that too. You never win or lose. You never lose. Literally, if you're good, you can do it for, like, 30 years. And, and make it. a ton of money. Right. I mean, fifteen million a year for that job is actually on the low end. It seems like isn't ESPN and Fox, ESPN and Fox giving out even bigger deals? I, uh, what did Aikman uh, and Buck just get? I mean, it's it's silly. Better to talk about football than to play football or coach football, because again, you can't lose. Right. I yeah. never lose. Every day, I just I just walk up and just write W on the wall. I won again. Me. It's a great feeling. You just look at you just look, look up your YouTube earnings and just write W. I mean Brian Greasy's like you know I just got so restless in the booth. I want to I want to I want a, a result at the end of the day. I always win. What are you talking about? <laughs> wow. No, I know what you mean though, but I don't like losing. I like winning, so I'd rather talk about it. John Lynch, it's I hear what you're saying. What he's he's like, why would he even? He's very strategic. Very yeah, you think it's so normal, but he mentioned publicly that he got this offer. Why is he trying to hey, you know, uh that's the going rate for a guy like me? Hey, if he wants 15 million dollars, Niners pay him, keep him around. I'm pro John Lynch. Weren't you not pro John Lynch a couple months a couple months ago? Were you trying to get him? Fired? I remember, but now I'm pro <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he serves a vital role in the organization. I hope he's there for life. For life, so I, well, I I know why you changed your tune because he what? he helped he helped wrap that that Kinlaw situation up. I don't know what you're talking about. No clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Lynch, vital member of the 49ers organization. Pay him whatever. There's no salary cap on the front office. I think he's definitely no. There isn't. Like you could pay all pay all those guys, Kosarek, all of them. You could pay him. I mean, I do find it interesting that that these television stations look at John Lynch as being that dude as, a, as an announcer. He is good. He is good. I mean, Hall of Famer. I household think, name. Yeah, I think when you look at it, though, it's like, well, all those other guys just got eat, eaten up, like Aikman, Buck. Like, Amazon was going after those two guys, so they didn't get them. So, like, all right, so what's the next step? It is It is one of the things, like, if you're, if you're John Lynch and you're, like, you're a GM, like, how are you going to coax me out of it? Well, Throw major cash at me, and he still. And it's kind of like the reverse of the Gruden situation, right? Where he was like waiting to get back in the league for ten years because he had such a good. I don't know. I feel like Lynch, dude. If I were you, John, I would take that job with Amazon. I mean, yeah, yeah. I like he kept it. He probably kept this job because of he's a competitor. He's a competitor. I, I'm not a competitor like him. I'm just about that money. Yeah, he probably he probably enjoys being on a team. He, I'm sure he loves it, and he feels like I got this team so close. I want to win the Super Bowl as an executive. Maybe right. he will. Or he would. Or if he took if he took that money, he would be seen as like bailing out on on the process. And sure, and sure, you, he, possible. It, it wouldn't be something he probably could go back to. Like if he went to Amazon and then took, ah, uh, he probably he right. couldn't go back. He wouldn't get another shot to be a GM in the NFL. Right? Like right, good point. He's probably always going to have a shot to be uh, to do commentary on football, like right. And the better the Niners do under his stewardship, the more he's worth, right? Because yeah, he's that, already a Hall of Fame player. If he becomes a Super Bowl winning executive, it just makes him even more authoritative, right? And then 
who's the next like what if you know the next group the the next offer be like 20 mil 25 20 yeah that seems to be the going rate although if i can do anything about it i'm going to i'm going to uh, do the end around and get that job ahead of him john you've been out of the booth for a few years really? i've been i've been coming i've been coming around the, the turn man i've been talking i've been doing some talking if pat mcafee can get jobs do, uh, announcing wwe i think i should be able to announce monday night football I'm mildly entertaining. You can't I sort of know what I'm talking about. Why can't I talk about? I do think it's interesting though that John Lynch is getting looked at and people are offering him all this stuff. Everyone's like Brian Greasy, thanks, you did a good job, you're done, go coach. You can't do worse than Booger Booger McFarland. <laughs> it almost feels like Brian Greasy did worse than Booger McFarland because Booger was like almost a meme. Like he was almost like you wanted to see what he was going to say next. Brian, it was like, dude. Can you like either be, you know, positive or upbeat or, you know, change your, like modulate your voice? I'm sorry. I couldn't stand him as a, as an, an announcer. Thought he was just really had nothing nice to say ever and had very low energy. Do you but he might be a great coach. Hell of a quarterback. Wow. Brian Greasy. Well, I mean, it, it, they, they upgraded on your boy. Like uh, who's the, the guy, the, the... The guy you're trying to fire for like five years, uh, Gangrello, yeah. The real coach of the quarterback is is Clay Kubiak, uh, Gary Kubiak's son. Brian Greasy is here as like a life coach for Trey. Hey, I did, I played the position. Here's what you got to. Here's what you. Okay, great. That's some, love that. Wonderful. But the guy who's actually been a coach and leading the drills, Clay Kubiak. They years. needed they needed a body to act as an edge rusher for. In the drill, like Kubiak is like leading the drill, and Brian Greasy is catching the balls from Trey. That to me looks like an apprentice. I'm sorry, you're somewhat involved in the drill, right? Yeah, and you're you're the you're the quarterback coach, the coach. You're the quarterback coach, but you're catching. But I guarantee you, I don't guarantee it, but I bet you, Clay Kubiak gets a promotion before Brian Greasy does. Bet you. Clay Kubiak's the one who's on an upper trajectory. Brian Greasy might be a quarterback coach for a few years or for more, but I don't know if he'll ever become a coordinator or anything like that. Clay Kubiak, from all that I know about him, it's extensive. He was an English teacher. That's all I need to know. Kidding me? Teaching Shakespeare to high school students in Houston? Nah, sign him up. Guy's genius. I mean, if you if you look at it, right? Your opinion of iambic pentameter. And then let's talk about cover three. Are you kidding? They're not going to make him their head coach right now. I need, or at least their offensive coordinator. I want a weekly press conference with Clay Kubiak. Clay Kubiak, man. Come on. Come on. I don't ask for much. Who is the offensive coordinator? They don't have one. No. Clay. Clay. Anyway. I mean. All right, get that raise. The, the Kubiak is uh, the Kubiak is close with Shanahan, right? I mean, so um, his father. I'm, Gary was Shanahan's uh, offense coordinator for a long time. So Kyle worked under Gary. It was Gary was he, he was uh, Kyle was Gary's offensive coordinator in Houston. Those were the words I was looking for. Yeah. The Jedi says I'm anti John Lynch. <laughs> that's funny. I like it. Hey man, I'm not. I, you know that's fine. That's fine. I'm not here to defend John Lynch. Drunk leprechaun says Grant Cohn and Jimmy Ward Monday Night Football announcers when he retires. I'm down. You remember Dennis Miller in Monday Night Football? So bad. <laughs> Not funny. He's over there trying to crack jokes. Everyone's yeah. like, you have no idea what's going on, Dennis. 
Maybe I could be that guy. You have to figure out what the hell he's trying to say. Like, <laughs> I think I'd be good. I would just start singing, you know, after every play. I would, my analysis would be, you know, in melody form. I think no one's done that before. R&B freestyle. Yeah, do Why it. Not? Why not? Yeah. Well, thanks for watching. I think got, yeah, it's a little, it's a half show today. Lots happening in the next couple of days. Do you think they're going to do what they usually do? It's like three-day minicamp, and then the third day they like, oh, just kidding. Canceled. Go have a great – they always do that, right? Are, are you are you attending? Are you allowed to attend? attend? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. They only open so many days, so I don't know. I, I don't no, minicamp, they open the whole thing. Three days. Okay. Usually they cancel the last day. What Harbaugh would do is he would bring Guy Fieri in the last day and have a big uh, cookout. Seriously. Did you get some of that food? No. No. Just the players and their and their family. No, Guy Fieri. I wish. I love Guy Fieri show. Driver dine, diners uh, driving and, and dives. Great show. It just, you can't watch it like at, at late at night because it just makes you hungry. Also, he like has a database of all those restaurants on on Food Network. If, if say you're say you're going somewhere for the weekend, you check out. Does Guy Fieri have any suggestions? And you go. It's gonna be delicious and not that expensive. I really appreciate his taste. He's he does a, a service to, for so many people, as opposed to the guy uh, who's the other guy who challenges everyone to cook-offs. He like Bobby, Flay. Bobby Flay, dude. I hate that guy. He'll just walk into someone's restaurant and be like, oh, what are you doing? You've been doing that your whole life? Yeah. I'm way better. That sucks. I can do way better. I'm Bobby Flay. Let's have a competition. I'll bring, I'll bring the cameras. I'll bring the judges. Boom, in your face. Why do you think you're better than me? I told you I'm better than you. He's like, dude, enough. Bobby Flay, no. I like Guy Fieri. He has that... He's got the funny hair. He's got that little. His have, little you, have, you been to lot, have you been to a lot of the places from diners, uh, drive-ins, and dives? I my wife. We went a couple of months ago to Monterey, and he recommended three places. We went to all three, and they were great. Great. There was a diner. There was a breakfast spot, and there was a seafood restaurant. All three were to die for. So I would highly recommend Guy Fieri. Listening to Guy, Fieri. what would Guy do? What would Guy do? Guy, what would to do? Guy, if you're listening. Come on the show. Yeah. David Velez says Dennis Miller had a great first comment as an NFL broadcaster. It was a Niners game. And he said, like the Niners, I have scripted my first 15 comments. Eh. <laughs> eh. I never thought Dennis Miller was that funny at anything. Like even on SNL, I never thought he was that funny. Yeah. I like, I was big Norm McDonald guy. Super funny. Oh yeah. Norm's great. Yeah, I, I still think Dirty Work is one of the more underrated movies. Like SNL spinoff movies, it's just as good as freaking Billy Madison, but no one talks about it. I like Billy Madison. Who is who is the guy? The other guy? Oh, is Artie? Was it Artie, Artie, Lang. Artie Lang? Revenge for Hire business. They just pull pranks on people. So funny. Probably the lowest budget of any movie you've ever seen. <laughs> it, it cost them thirty thousand dollars. I don't know. Isaiah Gilchrist, thank you. I appreciate it. Dirty Work's a good movie. Uh, Dennis Miller got you. J.R. Beckled says, Grant, people who say that they are over Lynch must have forgotten the name Trent Balky or Coach Jim uh, T. Man, it's funny how people forget so fast. All I know is the Niners, um, in the past, before John Lynch got here, the people who were like Jed, Parag, Trent, no one really was a good face of the organization. John is a very good face. It's not just how he looks or what he says. He seems to have a good feel for leadership I'm not saying he has a good feel for drafting or picking players. I don't know what exactly he does in that side, but just in terms of like being the f- face of the team, he's really good at it. 
The only the only problem with him is when he gets tough questions and he's like, uh, he, he really has a big major tell. Yeah, just right to the ear and the wrist. Yeah, I don't know. The PR director has to coach him and be like, okay, we're gonna do a, a mock press conference. If you touch your ear, you lose. <laughs> or like, or just like, or have a string and just like have his hand like weighted down, like so he can't literally he literally can't bring it up to his ear. You should make a joke out of it next time. I know everyone's looking for my mannerisms. I know. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. it's true, man. Every time he gets an uncomfortable question, he's right here. It's like that's the tell. Anyway, just like Trey is gonna be the starter. He's, go- <laughs> he's going. Trey is go- he's QB one, guys. QB one. Yeah, he's gonna have to work on his line. It's not <laughs> not his strong suit. That's the show. Practice tomorrow. Practice the day after that. It's a big week. And then there's like nothing going on for five weeks after that. So let's let's make the most out of this one, guys. Wait, wait. I I, I do have a topic I want to talk before before we go. I saw you you're starting to come you're starting to come around on on my whole uh, thing last year. We were talking about the wobble, and I think before you're like, that's ah, not a big deal. But now, well, I don't know if it's a huge deal, but I don't know. I also don't know that he's ever going to fix it. What I, what I like to do the reason I discovered dwelly i posted a video of one-on-ones a coach called me was like who's 82 i'm not that clever i just have contacts so the reason i posted the, the slow motion video of trays i figured someone would see it someone that knows more about throwing than me and call me up boom it happened and he was like you want to know why uh there's a wobble he doesn't finish his throws he doesn't, i mean he just doesn't will he ever probably not he's probably been throwing this way his whole life so it's not a huge deal but i mean listen to aaron Rodgers talk about the importance of a spiral he thinks it's important. I think, I think when we when we had talked about this last year, I, I think that it it's important. Is it gonna could it derail his career? Probably not. Like Probably not. if it could it make him better? Could it make those balls easier for the for the receivers to catch? Hell yeah. And I do think it's gonna affect his downfield accuracy. Because if your ball is like really wobbling, then where it lands, I mean it could who knows? It's going to knuckle in the air. You, you're probably going to miss. You're not going to be pinpoint down the field right. if your ball's fluttering. So it could affect his downfield accuracy. And if I remember correctly, when he was charted at North Dakota State, he was not particularly accurate down the field. He wasn't compared to the other to Justin Fields and other guys. So I don't yeah, know. I do, I do think it's something that it, it's it is a some cause for concern like i wouldn't i wouldn't like dump him now because it was he has a he has a wobble. i wouldn't dump him now either i just think it's interesting that it i feel like i got an answer to it like what what is that why uh i always like to know why i wonder if the niners knew why before they drafted him or if they were like oh my god he doesn't throw a spiral <laughs> oh maybe did you know that did you maybe they should have they should have contacted said quarterback coach or whoever called yeah. him I wonder if they can I, – I know they can, but I wonder if they – I'd like to know spin rates of all the quarterbacks in the NFL because you can get velocity because spin rate I think probably has more to do with the spiral. And I would just imagine that Lance's spin rate's not super high compared to other NFL quarterbacks. Guess it wouldn't, wouldn't make sense if it's wobbling. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's spinning like that. I mean, Brady spins the hell out of it. Even – you know who else does? I got to give him credit. Jimmy. Now, he won't throw yeah. the ball more than 10 yards down the field, but <laughs> yeah. five-yard throws, beautiful spiral, beautiful spiral. Mr. Mogul Rye says Lynch went to Stanford. He can have a job anywhere. I went to UCLA. Can I have a job anywhere? I've never had a full-time job in my life, ever, ever. And I may, I may never. 
You might not out of that. Unless you unless the ESPN calls could do that monster deal. Oh yeah, they're about to call. Hold on. You nope, spam. I mean like Stephen A. Steve, you could be on the show with Stephen A. He's got a different de- guy uh, every day. Like true. You want to bring in the younger demographic? A really handsome guy as well. It's like Max Kellerman, but way better looking in twenty. Another years. another guy that play. You know the the. Max <laughs> Kellerman can rap play. though. I can't rap, so I don't know. Yeah. And he can box. But mostly he can rap. Ray Iverson is what? He got demoted. Max Kellerman. Oh, I see. Yeah, they kicked him off Stephen A and they put him on like who they replaced him with. JJ Reddick. Like a different person every day for that debate. Boom. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Ray Iverson says, I'm in Florida now and it's hot as hell. Shout out the show. One question Who do you guys think will be a surprise cut during camp? (laughs) Well, we started out the show. I said, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, was that a surprise? But a surprise cut. Um, Hmm. Jeff Wilson. Oh wow. Okay. Okay, that can happen. They have a lot of running backs. Trace Herman. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Jeff Wilson. I'm gonna go with Trace Herman, okay. considering that Jeff Wilson's better than him. He probably is. I just don't know if the Deniners have the have the. The, the guts, yeah, it's to move off that. I missed a ton of fu- freaking super chat. Sorry, the Jedi says Danny Gray still an unknown. D Jackson a safety blanket. Yeah, the locker room guy. Yeah, that that would be my concern. Is like, are you, like, if there's if you had Deshaun Jackson without the Deshaun Jackson personality, I would say yeah, do it. Um, at least at the very least for a camp body, but like he's. The reason why call him up and be like, dude, you can be our number three receiver. We'll give you 20 catches. How does that sound? If he's like, no, be like, all right, peace. You want to roll on a good team? Do you want 20 catches and a million dollars? No. All right, cool. We got Danny Gray. He might say yes. And then if he becomes a malcontent, you know what you can do? Be like, you know what? Your contract wasn't guaranteed anyway. (laughs) See ya. See ya. Is there a role? I would do it. I think he's better than Danny Gray. Is there a role for Josh Norman on this team? It would be kind of weird to sign a 35 year old after trying to get younger all off season. I don't think they're going to do it. I think they want to be young, but Josh Norman stay by that phone. You never know. Josh Norman really started like 14 games last year for this team. Crazy. Wild. And they won. I know. No. My my favorite thing that Josh Norman would do is when he would give up the catch and then try to go for the, the strip. Like, dude, why don't you just not give up the catch? How about that? Well, he did cause a lot of fumbles, right? A lot so, of them. I mean, it worked. So it worked. That's why he started so much. They're like, yeah, he's getting burnt, but he just might. He's going to force one fumble. And our linebackers aren't doing it. So. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, mentally prepare myself for practice, which starts in about 24 hours. I'm just going to sit there and look at the ceiling. Thank you for watching. Coach, thank you for talking with me. It was great. It was great. See you guys. Later, guys.